Recorded live. Hello, people. Welcome to Strange Talk with Doc. This is your host, Doc. I hope you had a great weekend. I hope everything's going your way, all green lights, you know, that type of deal. Listen, uh, it's just supposed to be a joint venture, but it seems like this is going to be a solo project, it seems, from here on out. No longer am I extending my arm out, hoping for a co-host. Uh, if they call in, if people call in, that's fantastic. If they don't, I got this covered. Because as the title says, this is Strange Talk with Doc, and Doc is here. And I guess that's all that matters. Now, I had this weekend, there was a very good UFC card. Josh Emmett versus Jeremy Stevens was the main event. I guess it was UFC Fox 128 or something like that. Now, I'm going to start with that main event, Josh Emmett versus Jeremy Stevens. Little Heathen looked sharp. He landed a beautiful left hand, dropped Emmett. But Stevens threw a knee that I still, I don't give a damn what Dominic Cruz says and Michael Bixpin. This knee hit him while his hands was down. And technically, that makes it an illegal knee. Now, I understand Dominic Cruz is a teammate of Jeremy Stevens, so there's no way in the world publicly is he going to get on the microphone and say, I think my teammate threw an illegal knee. Uh, was the knee the reason that the fight was stopped, per se? No, but it didn't, it didn't help Jeremy, I mean, Josh Emmett's case, because this knee hit him as a case. As it went and as it came, it might have brushed by going, but it landed flush coming back. And points at least should have been taken off. Uh, the referee, Dan Magliata, I don't know why he didn't at least ask for a replay. I believe Florida is one of those states that allow the instant replay so he could at least look at it, but he decided not to. And so the decision is in. That's neither here nor there anymore. And it, so it was a pretty entertaining fight. Now, the co-main event was Jessica, Jessica Andrade versus Tisha Torres. These two women, these two little fire plug of women, you know, these five foot one, 116-pound women that are built like brick shit houses, huge legs, energy for days. But Jessica Andrade is on a, a that's another level of woman. I mean, she might be short in stature, but this is another level of woman. I'm talking about a chick who in the third round is still slamming, still body slamming. She still has the lungs, the energy, the ability to still pick you up and throw you completely over her head. I mean, she's a pretty awesome. And I, uh, I, I really want to see her fight Rose Namajunas, the thug, for the title. I don't want it to be Joanna J. Shack. I want I want Rose Nama Yunus to fight Jessica Andrade. Now, I guess your third bout on the main event card was OSP, Oven St. Pude, for Lear Latifi. I thought Oven, because of his size and how much of a role he's been on lately, that he would actually win this fight. But Lear Latifi caught him in a standing guillotine, lights out. He actually put OSP to sleep. It looked like OSP actually tacked, 
but it was so, he tapped right before, I guess, he lost consciousness, and he was on the opposite side of the referee, and the referee just could not see it. Now, I will say one thing about this. These guys are 205 pounds, and it's amazing how an athlete's body is so different from a normal human being's body. These 205-pound men, especially one of them being six foot three, they look like they're 240, 250, but they're only 205. It is truly amazing what you can do with your body when it's more athletic as, those, as opposed to sedentary. A person who sits around literally destroys their body. A person who works their body, they develop these bodies that are amazing. It's, 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 a, it's a beautiful thing. So yesterday, you also had the ending of the Honda Classic. Now, this is golf, people. I'm a big golf fan. Matter of fact, I was looking online for new clubs. I've had the same set of clubs now for five years. It's time for me to move on and get a new set. I found the beautiful set. When I purchased them, I'll let you know all about them. I'll let you know how they swing. But I finally at least took the time and the energy and said, you know what, it is time to get new clubs. Tiger actually made it through a whole tournament. All four days, he survived the cut. He played on Sunday in his red shirt. He did not have the greatest day. He actually pretty much played even par. So, you know, I think this is a, a an improvement. I guess he's working his way towards the Masters, which will be in April. So I still hold out hope that we might see some glimpses here and there, especially if he stays healthy and that back stays up, that we'll see Tiger, and maybe we'll see Tiger again. Because when you see Tiger playing, that's like watching Jordan, that's like watching LeBron, that's like watching Floyd in their prime. I don't, we'll never get the prime prime, but if he could even just glimpse you know, like if, if the moon or the sun shines in the right way on the right day, and Tiger Woods is being Tiger, it is obvious, it's an actual beautiful thing. The WWE had the Elimination Chamber yesterday. It was an all right pay-per-view. I, was it the greatest pay-per-view? No. Uh, I thought that the highlight of the pay-per-view was once again, the women shined. These young ladies, they really put on a show. And I'm going to give Apollo uh, some credit, too. This brother was flying around. He is a big boy. He was flying through the skies, leaping out the ring. I mean, it's also good that we could finally put to bed this Bray Wyatt and this Woken Matt Hardy. It is one of the worst angles that are going absolutely nowhere. And I thought that WWE kind of did drop the ball a little. I thought they should have had Apollo and Titus worldwide actually win the belt so that at WrestleMania you could have maybe four teams go for the tag team title. Okay? Okay. And it was also the signing of Ronda Rousey's contract where she body slams Triple H and takes a slap from Stephanie McMahon. Basically, this was just a big build-up to make sure that they get on all of the news programs. I'm sure the ESPNs, Fox Sports, will be airing that over and over and over again. You cannot pay for that kind of free advertisement. 
So Rhonda's already going to be probably paying dividends starting today. Now, The Walking Dead returned last night. And I'm not going to sit here and bullshit you. I did not watch The Walking Dead last night. I will watch it. I have TiVo. So I always have programs like just waiting around to watch. I will watch The Walking Dead at some point today. And on Friday's show, I will give you my take. Forget the reviewer's take. This is Strange Talk with Doc's take on where The Walking Dead is heading in my viewpoint this year. And while we're talking television, we get the return of every fucking TV show returns this week. We finally out of the desert. I know I talked about the last time, but the desert is, is the rain is coming. You can see the clouds. If you like TV, this week the rain is coming. Now, I am watching a show on, I want to talk about two shows real quick. I'm watching a show on Showtime called The Shy. The Shy is all right. I thought it was a pretty good episode this week. These kids constantly get in trouble one way or another. I mean, there's a lot of twists and turns. They finally revealed who this one older man character was. It took them about five weeks to kind of let us know who and what this guy is about. So if you have never seen The Shy, I would recommend that you check out The Shy. Just give it a try. Now, also watch the show on BT called Uncensored. The first guest on Uncensored was Tiffany Haddish. And she gave, basically it's the show about people giving their backstory to their life. And Tiffany has an interesting story. We all know of this fire brand, this firecracker that's out there, no holes barred. You know, she's from zero to 100, usually always at 100 miles per hour at all times. So it was great hearing some of the backstory of Tiffany's life and how she got from point A to this point B that she's sitting at right here today. And it actually made me look at her in a different way. And they have other interesting guests coming on down the road that I'm also going to be interested in seeing. Now, NBA, before I go into what's going on this week in the NBA, I just want to talk real briefly about yesterday. Yesterday, my Spurs played an outstanding game against the Cleveland Cavaliers in Cleveland. The Spurs finally get to come off the road from this San Antonio rodeo road trip shit that they have to deal with every year. And actually, this is the first time in like 15 years that they've had a losing record on the road. But they still have a winning record overall. But the Spurs actually, without Kawhi Leonard, Without Manuel Ginobili, Tony Parker, who looked incredibly old and out of it yesterday, maybe the long road trip really wore him out. But LaMarcus, Forbes, Murray, they all, um, how can I forget Danny Green? They all played outstanding basketball. It took LaMarcus a while to heat up. He was making all this point via free throws, but he hit some big shots at the end of the game when it looked like the Cleveland Cavaliers were trying to make some kind of comeback, and I say that is a beautiful thing. It looks like somebody is actually calling in. Uh, I'm going to give it a second to find out who this might be. Hello? Who we got on the line? Netboy. Hey, Net, what's going on, brother? 
Everything's good. I tried to get through on Friday, but I had the wrong time. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, I actually I changed the time of Friday show, I think, to 1 o'clock. Yeah. I had to uh, go late. Okay. Well, I just got through talking about this, these two things, and maybe you could help the people out. What did you think about the Elimination Chamber if you watched it? Uh, I thought it was pretty much predictable, man. I'm like, Vince can't think of something new, really. I'm, I don't understand how they build up Braun Strowman and then have him lose to Roman again. Well, I think there might be some twists and turns between now and April. I hope I mean, so. they got to... I, I I thought one thing that they blew big time. I thought that this was the perfect time for two months to let Titus Worldwide carry the belts. Oh, yeah, I said that and as well. And then you could make that WrestleMania match a fatal four-way tag team. I don't give a damn. You could put whoever you want. And it's, I don't know. I think it's time to rebrand Bray Wyatt completely. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what they have. Bray Wyatt is like the Brooklyn Brawler now. He loses yes. every every time he's in a big feud. He loses. Yeah. Now the ladies. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna. I, I thought the ladies. The ladies bring it, man. They just bring it. Yeah, they put on. A, they 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 always put on a, a big show when it when their back is against the wall. I guess. And 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 I kind of like a little bit more nastier version of a Bailey. I like that. Even if it's only in little bits and clips, it's nice to see that. Uh, yeah, I, I, I agree with that. They can't have a John Cena in her entire career. No, no, no. I think at one point in time, she's just going to uh, actually go completely heal. I, I, I imagine that's going to happen. Yeah, now, whoever thought that when they turned Hogan heel, that would rejuvenate his career. Yeah, it, it's not that bad a thing. Matter of fact, uh, John Cena needs a kickstart. He looks like he has, he looks like he has a, a foot and four toes outside the industry already. <laughs> yeah, he looks like he want to he want to move into the rocks category of acting. It's like they don't even know. It's like okay, we 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 won't even give you the U.S. title. We won't give you the intercontinental title. We'll give you nothing. Yeah. So it's like he's almost out of the business. Well, uh, now, technically, if they give him a title, he will break Slear record. I don't know if he wants that. Yeah, but it seems like the same thing with uh, Randy Orton. They oh, yeah, you sure. get right. Uh, Triple H, too. You get two, like, right underneath Flair, but you don't get to top Flair. Yeah. Now, I, uh, I, watched, I just got through watching your girl about uh, half an hour ago. BET has this show called Uncensored. And the first guest was Tiffany Haddish. Okay. And uh, I thought that Tiffany Haddish backstory is a very interesting backstory. I like Tiffany four times more now than I liked Tiffany two hours ago. Oh, yeah. I read a book, man. She went through some, she went through some stuff growing up. Oh, and, and you know what? She's raw and uncensored like always. Yeah. So yeah. she she opened up. She poured tears. I thought it was – I was actually sitting there watching BT going, you know what? BT got a fucking program they can be proud of. I can't yeah. even believe I'm saying that. <laughs> some shit that they can be proud of. This is BT. They can be proud of. Now, let me ask you a question. Did you – without giving out too much, did you watch The Walking Dead? 
Oh, it was back? I didn't even know it came back. Okay, well, that's my answer right there. The Walking <laughs> Dead is back. It came back. It was actually the very first show to return to television during the Olympics. Because oh, if you God. notice, no other show has been around. Yeah, I'm so I'm having such a hard time with shows. I'm binge watching the Cosby Show. Oh yeah, well you know what? Have you watched The Shy? I tell people all the time. Uh, watch I'm waiting the for the shy. season. To, I'm waiting for the season to end so I could just binge everything. Okay, you know what? And The Shy might be actually even more enjoyable that way. Now I'm going to tell you this, and I'm so glad you're here because I've been holding this for about I think three weeks. You you, you came up with a suggestion. I kind of laughed it off. I thought it was some kind of joke, but as we finished, wrapped up that show, I went directly to my television, and I went to my TiVo, and I, well, I, I guess on demand, yeah. and I backtracked, This Is Us. Oh, yeah. This Is Us is, this is going to be the gayest, softest shit that a man could ever say <laughs> in his entire life. This Is Us is life-changing. Yeah, man, it's a great show. It's, it's it's beyond. I sat there, and sometimes I didn't know what to feel. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they almost they almost broke me. Yeah, they get you something. <laughs> they almost, I can't even believe it. But I, I, I thank you, Ned. I appreciate you. Listen, I cannot wait for this week's episode. Oh, and you caught up. Uh, man, I couldn't stop watching this shit. <laughs> I could not stop watching. I, J- uh, uh, Jack is unbelievable. Yeah, and they said it in the show. They said uh, when they were talking, I think they had the episode with the the other her new boyfriend, her husband or new her boyfriend or whatever, and he said no one could compete with Jack. Listen. There's never been a man alive that can compete with Jack. I don't, if, if fathers are watching This Is Us and trying to be a version of Jack, you're going to fall short. Okay, Jack had a hiccup because he could drink. Yeah. But you know what? Jack never even led on that he was a drunk. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not like he became abusive or angry or didn't meet one responsibility. But I'm going to tell you now, man, this is just my view. Shakespeare dying was the boring. That was more emotional than Jack dying. It just it, Oh yeah, yeah. The, yeah, the yeah. father. Yeah, the father. I mean Rand first of all, Randall's unfucking believable. Yeah, that's why he wins best actor every year. He's un I love the show. I mean Kevin's a dickhead. Yeah. He's, he's been a dickhead forever. The sister's just lost. Yeah. Uh, Toby is, uh, Toby is, uh, damn, every once in a while you want him to get a little real, but this is a phenomenal show. And it's crazy because from the previews, I looked at it, it was like, this show is going to suck. Then I was like, let me see what everyone's talking about. And it was, the writing is superb. Listen, they wrote me in from the very first episode. I didn't have to wait to episode two and say, I like this. <laughs> this, is, this is one of those rare shows that I already have made my mind up that I'm there to the end. Yes, yes. To the yes. bitter end. If it goes bad, I'm going to be there while it goes bad. <laughs> because I, as, long as, as, long as, Jack, as long as I get to get 10 minutes of Jack every week, 
because he's everything that anybody would, as a man would want to be. Yeah, I wonder you know what they do I mean? with him though, being that they have. It looked like they they hint they hint on the fact that they might do flash forwards from the from the end of the last episode. But you want to know something? You cannot. Every once in a while, that show needs to show uh, Shakespeare. Every once in a while, that show needs to show Jack. Yeah. Now, what we're gonna do is, we I think season three is going to be the uh, Miguel. And uh, the mother's uh, story. Okay. Because we've been waiting to figure out how the hell did they hook up? Yeah, I mean, we got, a, we got a hint. She was an older woman. They let you know it wasn't no cheating shit. And it wasn't right after the death. Yeah. They, she seen them online. And they friended each other. Now, I might be the only person in all of North America... Who has not seen the Black Panther? I know you've seen it, Nick. Uh, could you give us a, could you give us a your synopsis of it without giving away anything? I, for me, man, it's like you seen the other Marvel movies. I never seen the Black Panther in the Marvel movie. I never no, 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 seen the original Captain other Marvel America. Movie. No, uh, that's the only one you saw. The original, not the Winter. Okay. I mean, not the. But uh, to me, hands down. One of the best Marvel movies ever done. And you don't have to be a, a comic book lover or a fan of this type of genre to appreciate the movie. Like, my mom went to go see this movie, and she doesn't even like superhero movies. And she said it was one of the best movies she's ever seen. Now, that's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Now, also, we have comedy in it. Um, acting is great. And just kick ass, you know. His sister... The young lady who plays her sister, I guess what's her name, Princess Sorry or something yeah, like that? Yeah, yeah, Now, she's supposed to be next in line for her own movie. Yeah, she's still, she still the show, man. She, She's very good in this one. Now, this is the same young lady. A lot of people don't pay attention. If they don't pay attention, she's the young lady in the Black Museum in Black Mirror. Yeah, yeah. Um, some uh, One of my friends told me that because he's like, oh, she was in Black Mirror. I was like, yeah, I didn't even remember that. I did instantly because I actually I'm one of those freakazoids who likes watching British gangster films, these mm-hmm. hood movies, and I've seen in a couple of hood movies because she has a unique look with the little overbite. So Wait, it's not is she like a you're Brit? not gonna. She's a Brit. Oh, I didn't know that. Shit, a uh, shitload of that cast that you've seen were Brits. Yeah, I know that. Um... Get Out guys are Brit. Yeah, they have every black actor in there. I said they have every black actor except Whoopi Goldberg and uh, Will Smith and Denzel Washington. Yeah, matter of fact, I just seen Denzel's movie. That's what I watched, uh, Roman J. Israel. Oh, how was which that? I, I didn't think it was horrible. It was interesting. And uh, it gets knocked for not having a story, but I think you got to be kind of mentally deranged not to realize there is a story there. And it's a pretty damn good story. Well, and you know, Denzel that. is Denzel. It's just he did. Ha- Denzel is holding up a movie all by himself. Okay. Okay, put the whole movie on my shoulders and I'll carry it. The only thing is, I won't look like Denzel. I look like this goofy fucking dude with big glasses, <laughs> and funny teeth, and a fat belly. So. When people don't see Denzel looking like Denzel, they don't know what to think, man. You know? It seems like his movies lately, no one's been going to see it. 
as far as going to the theater to see. Yeah, well, you know, uh, damn, man. He has not. People want. People still want a little bit of action. Right now, we we are in the era where actually Marvel is about to just say the hell with everybody. We're taking over the whole industry. Yeah, I mean they just bought Century Fox, so it gives them a right to a lot of movies. And they got so many characters. I mean, and then there's the intertwining stories. Now, I I want to get back to one thing about uh, Black Panther that I don't like. And uh, the internet is going crazy about people going so crazy with Black Panther. Mm-hmm. And this is it, Net. When people did the same exact shit when they were uh, uh, Lord of the Rings, oh, nobody Wars. cared. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nobody cared when it was Star Wars. Nobody cared when it was Techies. Yep. So why is it upset so many people? That now everybody thinks they're from Wakanda, wherever, how you pronounce it for me. Yeah, yeah, Wakanda, that's right. Now that everybody's running around with Wakanda doing a little X-chest and dressing like an idiot, uh, because I, I think these costumes are our, uh, I'm not going anywhere dressed like uh, Hamdeen. It's just not me. You know, and I guarantee you, I'm going to tell you now that it is February. If you have any desire at all to go as the Black Panther on October 31st, you better be getting that costume today. Yeah, you got to buy it now. Yeah, that's going to sell out. (laughs) And on top of it, you're going to be one of 17,000. Yep. (laughs) It's going to be 17,000. You go to the party, it's going to be like, hey, what Black Panther are you talking about? The skinny one, the fat one, the short one, the tall one? I mean, because it's going to be uh, the most overdone costume there is. Yeah, I, I totally agree with that. But you know what? I, I, I'm very happy. I'm very happy for young black kids because they get a chance to see a superheroes on TV like them. Yeah, yeah. And you I know just what? wish it led over to people watching Black Lightning. But you want to know, I, I, I net, I stuck with Black Lightning for the first four episodes, I can't take it anymore. Yeah, it's, it's kind of I, tough. <laughs> I deleted it. I deleted it from my future tapings. And Black Lightning had one fault. And I hate it for it. That fucking wife. Oh, the yeah, stereotype yeah. black woman. I mean, I, they, I hate that... Uh, this this nuisance of a black woman who's always bothering the black man, even though she's not even with the black man. Yeah. And I hate that shit because a lot of people believe they believe that's who black women are, and it's yep. it, it's a false narrative. Yeah. It, it, it disgusts the shit out of me. It really does disgust me. So just to avoid seeing her, I stopped watching. And the young daughter's a bizarre egghead. I can't take her anymore. Yeah, I hate when they make these early shows that seem like you have that one annoying teenager. Yeah, and, and you know, her mm. boyfriend gets shot. And then oh, there's, yeah. the stere- there's the stereotypical priest, preacher who's, ah, I'm going to march down the street. I mean, nobody's doing that shit. It's not the NAACP anymore. <laughs> Motherfuckers know you don't do that to gangbangers. They, they just stay like this, man. We'll kill you. 
And, you know, the boy, I don't know, last time I seen the boy is either crippled or he's learning the war. And I said, I had enough. I tried. And I couldn't make it through a half an hour of Luke Cage. It wasn't for me. No, I can't. I, I didn't. Wait, Luke Cage. Oh, yeah, I, I did watch Luke Cage, but uh, it was kind of slow. I am not a big fan of superheroes on television. I need that full CGI experience. I need to. I mean, looking at Black Lightning made me think of uh, what was the name? What was the name? Of, uh, the Power Rangers. It's like that bad, you know, bad CGI. Every once in a while, he does a lightning bolt. Yeah, I think he takes uh, a second season because Arrow used to be like that. The very first season of Arrow, you could tell that the boat. It wasn't really a boat. It was like people outside waving <laughs> a pitcher of water. Yeah. It was, just, it was just bad. But then the second season, it looked like they stepped up with the special effects. See now, I will I will admit I am a Gotham fan because I like the story of Gotham. Oh yeah, Gotham is awesome. Gotham, is, Gotham awesome. is just one lunatic after the next lunatic after the next lunatic. Yeah, Gotham and, is the only thing DC has got gotten right so far. Oh, yeah, no, Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. Forgot about that. See, you know what? I have yet to mm. see Wonder Woman the movie. Yeah, that was that was a good movie. That's probably one of the best before Black Panther. Hmm. Okay, Actually, then no, I got to Logan. Did you, have you seen Logan? Logan, uh, damn, man. Logan was a rough ride. Uh, watching uh, Professor X and Logan old, old. and <laughs> beaten and weathered, and you knew that the end is near. Yeah. That, that was, I mean, you know, I, I, Wolverine is one of my all-time favorite. You know, because I come from that day where Saturday you sat in the house. If you had nothing to do, your ass had a comic in front of you. Yeah. We didn't have 150 TV stations. We didn't have no fucking iPods and Xboxes. I mean, I, my allowance, I have to say, a big portion of my allowance went to reading materials. Mad Magazine, National Geographic, I mean, uh, National Lampoon, comic books. I used to have so many fucking comic books and wrestling books, it took up a corner of my room. Oh, wow. And I even wrote, I even read, uh, read gay shit like Richie Rich. Oh, I read the Archie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I had no choice. You, you're anything brand new. I mean, think about it. Back then, a comic was like quarter. I think comics are now like five, six dollars. Yeah. It's funny, I just because, helped a guy move, and he had literally 40 boxes of just comic books. Yeah, see, th the thing is, I could never keep them in pristine shape. Okay. Now, I wish I would have kept my wrestling magazines in great shape, because I used to actually order them. And I had every wrestling magazine that you could ever name. I used to get them. It was a religion, because, you know, with no cable... I heard of Ric Flair, but I'd never seen Ric Flair until I was over 20. I was like, who the fuck is this Ric Flair guy that he's talking about? <laughs> Hulk Hogan. He was in the AWA. I'd never seen him. I have a classic Ric Flair figure that I hope I can catch a Ric Flair signing just to get him to sign it. Still, still in uh, rapping and everything. Oh, wow. Well, see, Rick probably would get a, a semi-boner just signing something like that. He'd be like, oh, shit, you kept this, you grown man since then? Well, no, I think somebody picked it up. They found it, like, in the, uh, one of those, you know, toy shows. Uh, they actually got it for me for Christmas. Oh, wow. 
Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, so the, it looks like the NCAA is going to explode on us, man, right before March Madness. Right before March Madness. Yeah. Have you been keep... Yeah, with the coach you got wiretap. Yeah, but I mean, so many people named so many top programs. Yeah, I don't even know how they're gonna fix this, man. This, this is, this is a rough one, a really rough one. I think they need to go into figuring out a way to pay these kids. Well, you know what? That way, it, it takes I, away that aspect of them paying them another way. But you want to? Here's the thing about that. The big timers are always going to get the extra money. They can get that extra allowance. You know, because that, that superstar kid, he's going to say, fuck you and your 4000 your 3000 when somebody's got 150000 for me. See, I wish I had a buddy of mine. See, I called them one time we did the show. Yeah. Uh, Chuck. See, Chuck knows that uh, AAU um, club team world. You know, like guys who own five or six basketball clubs that go, they play in Soul in the Hole, then they play in the Rutgers League, then they play up in Dykeman, then they play out in Queens. Those kids are all for sale. But, you know, what was the movie with uh, Tupac? Above the Rim. Oh, okay, yeah. Above the Rim kind of told you the story of street ball. Because it's not just street ball. Think about the dudes who own the team. They be making massive bets. And all these kids come from like AAU programs or club programs. And that's why I kind of think LeVar Ball did a genius move. If you notice, one of the players' names that you're not going to hear involved with this is Lonzo. Because Lonzo never, never dealt with a major sneaker company. And he played for his father. So his father wasn't going to pay him to play for him. Yep. Now, I'm not saying LeVar didn't pay somebody else's kids, but he didn't have to pay his boy. And so they, they're scandal-free. They wasn't taking money. That's, so he actually saved, with all the shit that goes on with LeVar, he actually saved his boy from that. I want to ask you if you, if you heard about this. There's this suit company called Suit Supplies. Suit? Suits. Okay. Business suits or dress yeah. suits, right? Mm-hmm. Their name is Suit Supply. But their advertisement is all same sex. So, I mean, it's a little over the top. I, 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 don't, I don't really enjoy watching one guy completely sucking another man's mouth off. Oh. But... People are going crazy about the suits. Now, I mean, I, I get down to the suits. I have never wore what was called a gay suit. What the hell you is know, a gay suit? Exactly. <laughs> cotton, cotton don't make a suit gay. Yeah. Silk don't make a suit gay. Polyester don't make a suit gay. What it is is the advertisement. It's these interracial gay couples on wearing high-quality suits. And it's got people going ape shit. Oh, yeah, I'm watching the clip now. Oh, man. Yeah, I mean, it's a little over the top. I mean, they're sucking face a little too hard. Is this for, um, are they, like, is this the market they're going for? Is it a gay man? I don't know what, I think they just want to, think about it. You got 
you got the suit. You you pay for the advertisement. The controversy is worth another three million dollars in advertisement because now people are hating you on Facebook. Now yeah. people are hating you on Instagram. People are making YouTube videos about how much they hate you. There's articles being written about we hate you. That kind of advertisement, it's like the Elimination Chamber. I thought one thing that they did great last night. Ronda Rousey being smacked by Stephanie McMahon is like $5 million in free advertisement. ESPN is going to run it. Fox is going to run it. And, and see, if Ronda smacked Stephanie, that's nothing. Yeah. But Stephanie smacking Ronda, that makes the news. Uh, I actually just gotta go back and watch that part. Yeah, right. Right after she body slams, or after she slams uh, Triple H, yeah. Steph, and, and you want to know something? This was one of those um, stiff moves. She slapped the shit. <laughs> she slapped the shit. It's like if she really wanted to always slap Ronda, she slapped the shit out of Ronda. You can hear <laughs> that shit went from the ring to the top row of the stadium. <laughs> There's not somebody somebody was at the concession stand and heard that slap. <laughs> I mean <laughs> I mean she she you gotta watch it. Watch it again. She slapped the she uh Rhonda probably said this bitch and check for her teeth when she left because she slapped and you know Stephanie's not no little woman no. and she popped her a good one. I guess she get used. She used to get punched in the face, so eating a slap probably would have been too bad. Yeah, especially if you know eventually it's coming. Yeah. But see, that's that's what you call. That's how you maximize moments. You take something like that, and it's worth a lot of advertisement, man. It's I just hope a... that is not on late on WrestleMania. I hope that match goes on like in the beginning. Well, you think she's fighting Stephanie? I think that they're gonna have a chip. I think they have a mixed match tag. It's been written that it was supposed to be The Rock and Rousey against Triple H and Stephanie, but The Rock, his insurance won't allow him to wrestle. So now they, I'm hearing Angle. Uh, okay, because he was involved in this nonsense too. You yeah, know, I, just hope, I can't watch another Triple H match, man. For the past couple of WrestleManias, they they kind of, his matches kind of been. Super boring, and and this is this is this is the one time a year he's like uh, the Undertaker. He comes he comes out of his uh, he's like a cicada. Yeah, he appears like once a year, always around this time, leading up to trip um, WrestleMania, and then that's about it. Yeah, and I think now WrestleMania used to only be three hours. I think now they at like five hours, and I'm like, oh man, they they need because last year's WrestleMania, I think after the fourth hour, it just got bad. Yeah, and you got the, that's right, you got the pregame show and the warm-up show, and it's a, everybody wants their Super Bowl moment. Everybody yeah. wants that all-day Super Bowl moment. Yeah, but trying to that, keep a fan in the seat for six hours is tough. <laughs> it's actually not even good for your body, because yeah. blood should circulate up and down, not in like a, 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 a L shape, you know? Yeah. <laughs> six hours, by the fourth hour, everybody will be drunk. Yeah, so you need to stand up. They better give you some shit to get up out of your seat. Yeah. You know, you need you need a couple of those. That well, I guess that's awesome why they moments. give you the. Um, they normally have like a a, a a performance. I guess that gives people a chance to get the hell out of there for a while. 
if you don't want to yeah, know. We, we don't know who the artists will be. But, you know, it's WrestleMania. Last last couple of years, they they went away from the star pack WrestleMania to wrestling was the star. Yeah. I thought I thought the Elimination Chamber, and I guess I was totally wrong, I thought it was an interpromotional Oh, no, starting, when it wasn't. I think starting after WrestleMania, they're going to go back to it's a promotional. Okay, because I was like, where the hell are the SmackDown guys? And I didn't you know, see any of they, them. They've been having problems selling tickets. Yes, Yesterday's Elimination Chamber, they was offering buy one, get one. I don't know if it was because it was in Vegas, and Vegas don't have that many fans, but they said uh, ticket sales has been down for them lately. I think it's, it's too many shows. They have way... You have you have SmackDown, Raw, and then the live shows every week. Yeah, NXT, you know, and then Ring of Honor has a fan base, and yeah, and then with online, with, with everything that's online, you could watch basically. I mean, there's guys who do the whole fucking show on YouTube the next morning. Yeah, later yeah. that night. Yeah, you put me on to that World World, world Wrestling Z or Wrestling yeah. World Z. So if you don't want to watch the whole three-hour show, they can cut that shit down to 40 minutes of the meat and potatoes. Yeah, sometimes you I know? watch it on my train ride in. Yeah, they can cut. I mean, that's the way I watch Raw. There's no way in the world I'm watching three hours of Raw. Well, last week Raw me... put on that two-hour match that was actually pretty good. Oh, uh, Steph Rollins was uh, awesome. Yeah. Their problems is also, you know what it is. You always need something new. You need new blood every once in a while. You gotta have new blood. It's just like uh, like the NBA. You don't want to every week. You don't want to see as much as great as he is. You don't want to see LeBron every fucking weekend. Yeah, I agree. Every once in a while, you gotta throw a uh, Anthony Davis in there. You gotta throw a Greek freak in there. You gotta throw. Uh, Washington with somebody, the 76ers. So it's not, even though I did appreciate the Cavs playing my Spurs yesterday, it was a chance for me to be like uh, one rock, two dead birds. Yeah, speaking of the Spurs, mean, is, is Leonard Dunn with the Spurs? I, You know what? This is, uh, I don't know what's going to happen with Kawhi because here's the problem. Kawhi ain't saying shit. He's... Oh. He's the Colin Kaepernick after the fucking protest. You don't know what he's thinking. Oh. <laughs> you know, we don't. We still don't know what Colin Kaepernick's thinking. And and Kawhi, that's just pulling teeth trying to get an answer out of him, man. Oh wow! Is now, he on the sideline? I did not see him at all yesterday. Okay. I think he pulled back from the team completely. Oh. But you know, he's under contract next year. Okay. As a <clears throat> San Antonio Spur. They did give him that ninety million dollars. So, you know, you he he ain't walking away from eighteen million and he can't play hurt next year. You know what I mean? Yeah. He can't say I'm hurt next year because then how does he get that max contract deal after that? True. Now we have uh this shit in Florida. Well, this has become this has now reached the stage of lunacy. First we had one cop is a coward. Now we up to four cops are cowards. Yep. <laughs> How I, I don't know. I'm, I'm still trying the, to figure When it was the one cop, I did say, okay, maybe he was like, shit, I got to. You ever seen Hollow Knight? 
Yes. And remember, everyone had a machine gun and, and Arsenio Hall. I mean, one guy had the uh, 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 just the regular Glock. Was, it was like pow, pow. Yeah. So I was like, maybe that cop was thinking that. He's like, I will let off one shot, and this guy can let off like 30 in a second. But when they said four cops, I'm like, oh, come on, damn. And, and, and then they come to find out. Not only are they out, here's the thing. This is shows, this is the supreme height of Calvinism. I knew something was wrong when I was watching the news that day and I found out the kid got outside the school. When's the last time you had a mass shooter leave the premises? Yeah. Never. Yeah. Never. Because either they end their lives in there or they get killed in there. Or they get captured in there. This fucking guy actually had the audacity to leave the school and try to blend in with the same students he was killing. Killing, yeah. (laughs) This dude is, uh, this Cruz, Nicholas Cruz. That's how they said that. They said that his, I was, one attorney was on the news and he was like, there's no way they could plead like mentally disabled or something because he literally knew what he was doing because he tried to get away with the other kids. He tried to blend in with them. He had an escape plan. Now, I will. Here's sometimes you get, people have to watch what they do. That sheriff Israel, he called this cop out. He called that cop out. He he called everybody a cow in the punk. Trump goes down there to congratulate him on a job well done. You know what happens to Israel today? They suspend his ass. Oh, why they suspended him? Derelition of duty. They said he has a pile of papers on his desk of this kid doing shit for the last three years, and he never even sent the cop to the house to talk to them. Oh, damn. This kid, when they found out, when they went to the house, and they would have found out he's got weapons, they would post a card, all the weapons out the front door. Okay. You know what? You're too mentally unstable to be having fucking weapons. Do and you, you know think, the pol- police have the right to do that. Yeah. Do you think that the age limit should be raised to 21? Uh, you know what? I say that's just a tricky one. I think you can raise the age limit to 21 uh, for the right to buy and, and bear arms. Mm-hmm. But I say you lower the drinking. See, this is the funny part. You draw, you lower the drinking age to 18. 18. Because if you if you can die in the military, that's what I always say. You should have to get get a drink or something. You yeah. You you shouldn't have to wait you in a foreign country to have a a, a beer. Yeah. If you can die. I've been in the military wearing, three years before I could uh, have a drink. Yeah, and I you know what. I, I'm one of those weird people. I was at the, I actually am at the same age where the law was raised twice. When I was 17, no, when I was 17, when I was 16, they raised the legal drinking age to 18. No. Oh. <laughs> and then when I became 18, they raised the legal drinking age to 21. And this was. <laughs> I was never legally able in America to drink while I was in the military. Oh, wow. Never. Because it was illegal. As soon as I turned that age, the law went up. The next time, it went up. 
And it did, it did, think about it. You got an 18 year old, and that shit jumps to 21. When you're 18, 21 seems like it's 100 years away. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm, I'm, see, that's why kids say, kids never say they're legal at 21 for any other reason other than they're legal to drink. drink yeah. I wonder, because you know, like, 18, you see all these college campuses, the kids are getting drunk and stuff, so they know that they're drinking. Everybody knows that kids are drinking, and and a lot of times kids are drinking before the age of 18. Oh, we yeah, know def- it. Yeah, definitely. It's just, it's just that you can't. The, the, the thing that we should not have the most focus on is drinking and buying cigarettes take third president to gun ownership. Yeah. Think about it. A store can lose their license for selling the kids cigarettes. They can lose their license and go to jail for selling you uh, uh, some damn uh, Coronas, some Paps Blue Ribbon. But you could go and buy a gun because this country always uses the fake narrative hunting. Yeah, but how many people really hunt for their dinner? Yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> and how many people, people like, how can you hunt with AR-15? There'll be no more meat left for the damn animal. Exactly. But I want to know. I don't even give a damn if you're living in rural West Virginia. <laughs> rural West Virginia has a food lion. It has Walmarts. And those food lions, Walmarts, Kroger's, See, I'm, I'm naming country shit. I'm forgetting <laughs> the New York markets. But, <laughs> you know, just to let you know I'm out of touch. But, okay, I say Met Foods. Compare. I think those are some New York markets. Yeah, yeah, Met, Seatown, Bravo. Right. And in these places, they have these things called meats. <laughs> they pre-packaged, clean, skinned, de-feathered. Meats, they're in the damn market. Yeah, no one's killing their meat and then skinning it, then they got to cook it. Yeah, that, 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 that's a rarity. I'm, <laughs> I'm down in North Carolina. Every once in a <laughs> sorry, every once in a while, you'll see a lunatic with a deer on a hood or something, right? Yeah. But that's that one lunatic out of... Shit, all year long. Yeah, how big is this freezer? But most of us, we're going to the market. That's where we're yeah. getting our shit. You're more likely to go fishing than you are to go eat, fish, yeah. you know, Hunting. going to kill your meat. Now, yeah. let, let me ask you about something, man. This this one, I don't, I don't even know what to think of. This female mayor of, of Oakland, I don't know her name, she sent out a tweet or... Oh, you know, Instagram or something, letting immigrants know in Oakland that ICE is coming for them, that she received secret information that ICE is coming to get you. Oh. What do you think should happen to this lady? First of all, she sounds like she's basically like the boogeyman is coming. But is well, Oakland, you know, a, is, is Oakland uh, 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 California is a sanctuary city? Oakland is a sanctuary city. Okay. So she's actually opposed to what ICE is doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, I don't have a problem, per se. 
I mean, see, everything is dicey with with this Donald, this Trumpino. Yeah. Everything is dicey. But ICE has a job to do. There is a thing, and and I wish that we would be able to talk as like real human beings in this country between immigrants and illegal immigrants. Yep. I have a great, I have a very good friend that's an ICE agent. We had, oh, okay. we had a conversation this weekend, uh, week, last weekend, because somebody was asking her that she feel that she feel bad because she's separating uh, homes of uh, of the family of families. Okay, is is she is she of the mindset that illegal is illegal? No, I think for her, she feels like. Well, wait, wait, say that again. Does she have the mindset that illegal means what it is? Illegal. Tell us, that's hard to judge because she also has illegal people in her family. So. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> See, I, I'm a hundred percent of the mindset that illegal means illegal. I am I'm not, late. Are you you're very late. All right. Illegal means just that to me. And yeah, I don't yeah. differentiate. I actually, and I'm not going to say Doc is some kind of perfect citizen of the United States of America, but I walk the line. Wait, so you don't, if, you don't see a difference between ones that came here and the ones that were brought here? So like uh, if you came here and brought a two-year-old with you. Well, no, I, I don't see the difference between that adult who came here illegal. Oh, okay, okay. I don't give a... F- See, this is my thing. I don't care. I, I always say that you, if you do anything in this life, you got to be willing to pay the piper. If you're willing to pay the piper, if you know the risk, if you know the risk that one day I could be deported and my children can stay because they have some kind of sovereignty, but I don't, then that's the risk you're willing to take. If you're not willing to take that risk, you're trying to get over. I'm never looking to get over. Now, yeah. I put it this way. I have two choices. I carry a gun legally. I carry a gun illegally. I get caught illegally. I go to prison. I don't cry that I go to prison. I did something wrong. I don't cry. Oh, man, no. What are you doing to me? See, that's the problem. People always bitching and moaning about their illegal activity. You drink and drive drunk, when they cuff your ass, good for you. It's the way I look at it. Good for you. Better for the rest of us. Yeah. I, I, don't, I, I, don't, I don't condone any form of crime. That's why I used to get in trouble with my buddies all the time. And I hope you don't have these buddies. I'll put the scenario quick. You're 24. Chick is 16, 17. She still look good to them. Motherfucker, you can go to jail. You know you can go to jail by messing with her. Oh, that's fine by me. She's hot. No, she's not. She's illegal, dude. <laughs> so you don't... We, we, get, we, we get choices all the time of, you know, walk that line. Man, we gotta walk that line. The shit that we we can't scream fire in a, in a, in a, in a um, movie theater. We just can't do it. I mean, I, I just don't condone any of it. 
Now, it's, it's a, like you said, it's a trick. What do you do with the children? But you know what? The people who came here have to think about that. Ned, I know immigrants. I'm married to an immigrant, okay? Yes. Everybody in my wife's family is fucking legally here. They are citizens of United. They put in the footwork. They did the paperwork. They did anything that they had to do to become citizens. You can't deport them. They belong here. So I'm saying, if her people could do it, and it's not like they're all doctors and lawyers, why the fuck can't your people do it? Yep. And that's the problem. That's the thing. Why Why are these people, I guess because especially in New York, you have these insulated neighborhoods. Think about it. You live uptown, and you know this for a fact, Net. You could come to America it's not so much in Bed-Stuy it works, but up in Spanish Harlem and Dykeman, you can go and hide up there and speak Spanish and never learn one fucking word of English. Yeah, especially in the Heights, because it's all Dominican land up there. Exactly. You know three words in English. Hello. That's it. I go to a barbershop where only my barber speaks English. So, you know what? See, that stuff flies in New York, but it does. People, people take their... their, their they take their worldview of America, and they have this small window called New York. New York's a special place. When you leave New York, you really see America. America's not New York, man. America's special. The whole world lives in America. Your ass stands out when you're in Montana. You know, that, that, that fucking 52 illegal Mexicans in Montana, they stand out. I just know who the hell they are. <laughs> uh, 145th Street, I see shit. They don't know if you Jose from the block or you Jose from Venezuela. So, you know, I mean, that's a hell of a job to have. I, I wouldn't want that job. But somebody's yeah. got to do it, man. Yeah, I won't want that. No, thank you. They don't even get paid enough. I won't want that. But you know what? It's, 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 it's something sweet about a federal. I tell you now, it's nice to have a federal fucking uh, ID card. It is one of the sweetest ID cards in the known world. I should have never turned in my federal ID card. I should have never did it. Mm-hmm. I'm, see, that's how honest I am. I left the job and I turned in my ID. And I should have. I used to go to federal courthouses, and you know all the fucking slubs that have to sit there and empty their pockets? I used to walk right through. Right through. You just show your card, and boom. The cops don't stop you. You don't take off your belt. You don't drop your bag. You don't even remove the walkman from your head. Lawyers have to do it, and I was walking straight in the building. And they asked me, do you have your, do you have your license? I mean, do you have your, uh, your ID card? Oh, yeah, yeah. What a dickhead. <laughs> Person. I, I should have never did that. Hold on, before you say, I, I got a, uh, I got a meeting to run to, so, um, thanks for having me today. Uh, Ned, and I, my I guess pleasure, I'll try to brother. catch you again on the next show. Okay, no problem. All right, have a good one. Okay. Hey, uh, Bones. Yes, sir. So what did you think of uh, Black Panther? Thought it was a. I was pleasantly surprised. 
I was pleasantly surprised. I was just looking at it as just just the viewer, you know, thought it was pleasantly surprised, started off a little slow. Um, you know how they had to build the storyline. I thought the movie was really good. That's beautiful. I have not yet seen it, but I am is is definitely on my radar. I got some free time this week. I was going to go see it, but real life came up and it it kind of gave me an interruptus. Uh, uh, from actually going to the theaters and seeing it. Okay, okay. Now, yeah. now I want to talk about... Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, you know how, like, some movies, uh, it just gave you a little bit of everything. It wasn't preachy, wasn't browbeating you over your head, you know, with stuff. It was just a really well-written movie. You know what? I, I'm all for good movies. I... I'm not ashamed to say it. I am a. I watch a share of my a boob tube. It's a big part of my life. I still read daily, but I definitely uh, watch uh, television. I'm into movies. It's entertainment. I mean, life's long. Days can be long, especially if you got nothing to entertain you. Uh, I I I only can read with so many minutes per day. And that's how reading stays interesting to me, by not overdoing it. I'm not a prisoner. You know, prisoners read an extraordinary amount. But matter of fact, most guys that I know that have been to prison, them bastards read, I mean, some of them, I would say seven books a month. But they haven't opened a book before they got to prison or since they got out of prison. Haven't even opened a cover of a book. Right. You know, but they'll quote you 52 books in a letter that you need to read. Yeah, but I don't also have uh, 23 hours a day to do bullshit like you do. Right. Now, uh, I just wanted to talk about something now because this has blew my mind. Jonathan Martin of the uh, used to be for the Miami Dolphins. He posted this picture a couple of days ago of a, a shotgun with some bullets, and he brings up like, you know, you could either kill yourself or take revenge, and he's talking about bullies, and right. then he kind of hashtags the people that publicly we knew that he had issues with. So now. Jonathan is, is on a fifty one fifty hole. Wow. Because the cops took it as a serious threat. I I I I sat here and I talked about this the last show. I failed to understand how the internet, social media has made people so stupid that things that they know they ought not do. They do anyway. We just had a damn shooting with 17 kids murdered. You do not make any kind of public threats. You, you, you almost make yourself sound crazy to make a public threat. Oh, that's... What did yeah, you say? I, I say, yeah, that's absolutely right. Let's just ask for nine. You know, people posting their... You know, idiosyncrasies online don't make no sense. Listen, I, I said this, and I, I'll preach this shit from the highest pulpit in the world. Your dick, 
her titties, her vagina, they do not belong on social media. No. There's no place for it. There's no need to take pictures of your, your privates and send them to somebody. I don't know. I, I'm, I don't come from that world. And me in that world, my mind, where it's even a remote idea. I would kick a woman out of my life instant. The second that it came out of her mouth, could you send me a dick pitch? Click right. goodbye. I don't know. Who are you and what are you doing in my world? First of all, people act like this internet goes away. This shit is going to outlive us all. Yeah, yeah. And one day your great-grandchildren, look at great-granddad's dick. I mean, that's the legacy that you want to leave behind. Look at great-grandma. Look at great-grandma's porn. It's absolutely, yes, yeah, it's, it's amazing. Also, too, you know, it's amazing when you said about someone sending you a dick pic or whatever and that stuff, is how does your porn tape, how does your porn tape between you and your mate get leaked? It don't get leaked. You, you leaked it. Yeah. Somebody leaks it. Now, every once in a while, somebody gets hacked. But you have to be a lunatic to put a porn in a cloud. Oh, put it this way. Yeah. I have a phone. I have a laptop, and I'm talking about right now, I got a phone out in front of me, a laptop, and a tablet. And -hmm. on this phone, laptop, and this tablet, there is no pornography on any of them. Do I view porn? I'm a normal human being. Yes, I have. Yes, Mm -hmm. I will. And I might tomorrow. Mm -hmm. But... I'm not going to be in any porn. I was not presently. I have never previously shot any porn, nor do I have any porn shoots in my future. I'm going to die and meet my maker, and he's going to say, you never did porn. And I'll be like, yeah, I never did porn. Was that a bad thing? I don't, I don't, think, right. I don't, think, I don't, think, I don't think he's going to frown on me. But I was talking about, we talked about this when you first came in. People, they want to do stuff, but they don't want to pay. There's costs for everything. Action, reaction. Right, and, right. And, and stuff like this is part of it is being embarrassed. Part of it is maybe losing your employment. What about losing your pride? The wrong people get, say a girl is a good girl. She seems to be outwardly a good girl. She goes to a church, five, six hundred people in the church. She does some shit on a porn. I'm talking about private porn. But some way or another, somebody gets angry at her, and they leak it. And before you know, that shit is through the whole church. Because even old grandma that's so holy, she's going to want to see her suck the dick, too. Just so yeah. she can say, look at you. And yeah. then she's going to tell her nephew, who's going to tell his friend, so five people... When you do wrong, become 500. Oh, definitely, yeah, because I watched that 30, 40-minute second clip of nothing in my life, of Black China so-called leaked porn thing. That shit was bullshit. It was like, yo, you need to go for a retake. <laughs> yeah, but you know something? It was garbage. Uh, and, and the thing that got me about it was that she cried, moaned, and groaned as though 
she was violated. Actually, you yeah. violated everybody's eyes by doing it. <laughs> exactly. What was anybody that? ever? Anybody ever think about the children? Nobody thinks about the children anymore. No. I like the old uh, days when, when if your parents, if your parents or your aunt and uncle actually was doing porn, they were beyond freaky. That meant they had some old fucking eight millimeter camera, and the, and the reels were so goddamn big. I mean, you know, I never even seen anything like that. But nowadays, it's like I guess you have to literally sit down with the youngins in your life, and sound. You almost have to browbeat them about everything. You know what I would like to do, and I have a ten, I have a ten point plan for social media of every rule that you should follow on social media, and it's simple. It's real simple. Anything that you think you go, your future you is going to be embarrassed about, don't do it. Don't post it. It's right. just it's, it's that simple, and right. don't ever. Don't ever invite nobody into your filth. That shit pisses me off. I, I had a major problem with that. Somebody actually put me in some big butt girls Facebook room. Mm. And I was mm-hmm. like, how dare you? You don't even know what I like. How right, dare right. you involve me? This is your shit, and I never bothered you about liking it. But why would you involve me in that world when I had nothing to do with that world? If you like little, right. if you like Asian midgets, that's your thing. Why do I have to know about it? Right, right. Yeah, back in the old days, porn was private. Whatever you yes. was, whatever was you got floats your boat. You didn't even let the next man know about it. Nowadays, guys share it. Yeah, yeah. Hey, definitely. join this room with me. What am, what is that going to do for me? And what about having some loyalty to your woman? By not shaming her. Yeah. Yeah, that's not a bad thing. No, no, not at all. One of the first, one of the first keys to a long marriage, at least for me, this works for me, Bones, is I am loyal to the death to my wife. I made a, I made a, I don't even, I'm not even a God-fearing man. I'm not a religious man, but I still made an oath to this woman in front of a preacher and in front of a God that no matter what, I am there for her to the day I do or the day she do, period. There is no two ways about it. I waited till I was able, long, I, was, I had lived long enough, had done enough in this life where I knew there was no turning back. I had had enough. I had ran enough. I partied enough. I didn't need that world no more. And I could actually say I got somebody that I could rely on that's got my back. So, shit, I'd rather die than hurt my wife. I'd rather die five times than hurt my wife. I can't do it. Mm-hmm. I, don't have, I don't have it in me. I used to be able to do that without a problem to other women. This one particular woman, I can't do it. If she's mad at me for more than 30 seconds, I want to know fucking why. Right. And I've been with her for 25 years, and that hasn't changed. And I guess that's why we don't we don't go through shit that other couples go through. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't I don't sleep in other bedrooms, and I never have. I've never slept outside my own house in 25 fucking years because she has never asked me to get out. 
Never once, because I've never given a reason to say some stupid shit like that to me. And I know people that go through that all the time, but that's their world. Yeah. That's not mine. Right. Because there's no, there's no strange chicks calling, and I ain't calling no strange chicks, and there's no hush conversations. And if I said I'm bringing the money home, the money's home. Right. You know? You don't, you don't fucking make a commitment to anybody that you're not willing to keep. It's quite simple. Man. Oh, man, this fucking Trump, man. This is the last thing before I get out of here, man. This, this, the president of Mexico tells Trump he's canceling this trip. He don't even want to meet with the man. I mean, how, how shameful is that? We got a president that other presidents are saying, I don't even want to meet you, man. Yeah, and um, same thing in um, I don't um, in in Britain, you know that they were doing the same thing in the Parliament, saying don't recognize him when he get here, you know. <laughs> you I think know, that's, but, that's uh, whoever, insane. Yeah, because and he's pushing his, yeah, whoever his um advisors are, like yo, you just I don't know if it's if it's if it's if it's if it's, if it's, if it's if it is his advisors or is it just his ego or is it a combination of both? You know, because it just some things just don't make sense. Listen, there is I think I think you hit it. You, you that, that might be a grand slam. I think it's arrogance, ego and stupidity and that shit makes a perfect concoction of a special idiot. Because think about it. Okay, we just had the sheriff Israel in Florida, right? I was talking to uh, Ned about this earlier. He's suspended because he didn't do his due diligence with this kid, Cruz. So the right. Senate in the Senate in Florida said they want his ass out. Then you got the coward cops. Don't forget, those coward cops are also under his watch. Mm-hmm. Trump couldn't wait to get on a plane to run out and shake that man's hand. Come to find out, just shaking the hand of a man who absolutely positively did nothing because Trump doesn't vet. He doesn't even take two seconds to review a subject. We, right. we, I think the average human being spends more time thinking about a subject matter than the president of the free world, and that's a sad-ass commentary. Yeah, that's true, because he even said it. I don't read. I don't need to read 200, 300 pages of the stuff because I'm a genius. I don't need to do that. But you want to know something that's funny? I, and it always amazes me, Bones. Always does, and it will to the day I'm dying. These guys earn their money. I've worked in law firms for over 20 years. The amount of reading that a lawyer must do daily is outlandish. Outlandish amount of reading. They do a year's worth of reading in a month. Easy. Reading briefs, the president is supposed to be one of the most read people on the planet. Yeah. So he's to, to literally tell us, I'm signing bills, and I literally don't know <laughs> after it says sign here, I don't know what it says. That's crazy. Wow. Yes, you it is. Uh-huh. You wouldn't, you wouldn't, you wouldn't accept that behavior from one of your children if they brought you. Say one of your kids brought you a uh, uh, uh an essay they have to do. And all it basically is, the heading, the date, they sign it, and they hand an empty paper. That's, that's Trump. 
Just give me some yeah, empty exactly. paper. I'll it sign yeah. anything. Yeah, and I always say that too. You ever notice when he's speaking, all of the presidents, even Bush, they could always quote somebody from before. You know, whether it's Maya Angelou or Mark Twain or Shakespeare, they could quote something. This guy quotes nothing. He might he might quote a Brooklyn thing or something, you know, and say forget about it. You know, that's about it. You know, he doesn't quote like intelligent lacking. You wanna know something? You live and you learn. It's been uh thirteen months and I, that's one I did not catch up on. And I thought I was sharp. I did not catch that one. Every day you get a nugget of information. That's my nugget today. All, matter of fact, most super intelligent people at some point or another quote other intelligent people because yeah. those other people help make their point. Right. He, but when you're a megalomaniac, you don't need to quote anybody else. Everything that's important <laughs> comes from your mouth. Right. Or right. as he says, He's the most, I'm the super most smartest one ever. Yeah, I want, you want to know something? I would like the University of Pennsylvania, uh, uh, Barton School of Business, to release his grades. And, and, and unless his daddy paid for them, I would love to see what his grades were. Yes, yes. I'm the genius of all geniuses. <laughs> Einstein ain't got shit on me. He's oh insane. Well, I wish I'd have had you with me from the beginning, but uh, I'm, I'm going to get ready to wrap this one up, Bones. All right, brother. I'm going to have to be like the kids, man. I'm going to have to wrap a um, – because, look, I've been up since 6, 4.30 this morning. I'm going to have to put a, a um, one of those things on my finger, set my timer, and say, hey, it's 11 o'clock, 10.55, call in. Because I'm like, all, yesterday I'm calling in, I'm calling in because the time elapsed me on Friday. Calling in. And here I look at the clock. I say, oh, damn. Yeah, yeah. Uh, everybody, Monday and Friday, unless otherwise stated, I'm here 11 o'clock, Monday and Friday. I can be reached at 724-444-7444. ID number is 145048. Monday, Friday, this is Talk Show. I'm on Vimo. I'm on this new thing called Anchor. I'm on iTunes. But please go to my YouTube page, comment, like, share, and subscribe. That's, uh, if you ever want to speak to me, you can hit me at Strange Talk with Doc on Facebook, ask a question. You can also email me at the same place, Strange Talk with Doc on gmail.com. So I am everywhere. If you got your phone, if you got your iPod, whatever, you got your tablet, you can look, you can hear, call in with a comment, share, like I said, and subscribe. Bones, brother, I will be back here Friday at 11 o'clock unless otherwise stated. Uh, I also, I post uh, some subject matters before I do the show on Mondays and Fridays on my Instagram, which is Doc McQueen on Instagram. You can see it there. It'll be some of the subject matters that I'm going to tackle that day. Not everything, but some of the key ones. And if you feel that they're in your wheelhouse, I'm more than happy to hear from you. Okay. okay. Well, Bones, 
Brother, I appreciate you calling in. And I'm going to get out of here. This has been a long one. Okay. (laughs) All right. And, And people, as I tell you always, no matter what the day, the weather, the circumstances that's going on, peace.